Hello and welcome to Who Wins Podcast, where each episode we pit pop culture icons against each other in a brutal fight to the death. This is episode three and it's He-Man versus Conan. I'm Chris. I'm Mark. And here we go. Okay, so just to get the formalities out of the way, there are a lot of different versions of Conan. Yeah. So we need to decide which... I mean, there's, there's multiple versions of He-Man as well, actually, but, but He-Man is fairly obvious. We're going for the classic Mattel Man, yeah. action figure line slash yeah, animated yeah, cartoon. Yeah, Masters of the Universe, 1980. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Conan, we're going for Conan the Barbarian from yeah, the from, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, so the AD2-ish. And fuck the new one, because the new one never happened. Still haven't seen it, don't want to see it. Don't bother. Uh, Jason yeah. Momoa's Aquaman for me from now on anyway, so you can... Yeah, you, you, there's, there's no other point, in, there's no point in doing anything else, because it's just not going to count. No. So, first and foremost, just for people that don't know the backstory then, there is actually, or there was, a lawsuit filed against Mattel over He-Man. The company who owned the intellectual property of Conan sued Mattel in 1982, uh, claiming that the He-Man character was derivative of Conan, that it was based on Schwarzenegger's um, physicality, and that they basically ripped off the entire premise of Conan to make their uh, make their toy line and their TV series. Mattel actually won the lawsuit. Um, it was claimed and uh, must have been proven at some point, otherwise they wouldn't have won the lawsuit, that the, the, con- the concept had been kicking around since 1980 when it was first mooted. So they won the lawsuit, retained all the rights to He-Man and made a shit ton of money. Yeah, I mean, there's actually this further backstory again, and they were, I believe, the the actual He-Man line, the toys, came about because Mattel passed on Star Wars. They passed on Star Wars. Um, they balked at the, the buy-in course that Lucas had built in, or something yeah. that LucasArts had built in, which was something like three-quarters of a million dollars, which in 1976-77 was a shit ton of money. It's a lot of money now. It's a shit ton of money now, yeah. <laughs> it just in, in, in terms of that sort of industry, it was unheard of to be spending that sort of money. So they passed on it, and if they hadn't, obviously we wouldn't have He-Man. No. So, well done then. Yeah, well done then. So, and I mean, yeah, that makes sense when you, like, Yes, He-Man's kind of a barbarian type of figure, but when you look at it's even in the title, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. It's set on a distant planet. There's a certain amount of space age, but slightly old-fashioned technology, and they're similar to how they was in the original Star Wars films. Yeah. Um, So you can definitely see that. Conan, not so much, apart from, as you said, they're both barbarian figures. I think the difference is uh, Conan was set in a pre-civilization era, wasn't it? Yeah. uh, There wasn't any technology. It was a sword. No, whereas He-Man is very much that kind of Star Wars yeah, that, that, postmodern universe almost. Like yeah. the technology has been and gone and yeah. has aged. There, there's part of the bits of it there, but it's not flourishing. Yeah. And they're kind of back to the Stone Ages where they hit each other with sticks. Yeah. Or big swords or yeah. penises or whatever it's well, it's gonna be. Well, I mean He-Man was pretty gay, let's be honest. Yeah. About that. Skeletor in particular looks yeah. like okay. something out of Dream Boys or something, just with a <laughs> skull face. If anything, Skeletor's probably more similar to Conan than He-Man is because he's got kind of the furry loincloth. And apart from like being a magic-talking skeleton, uh, well, he's not actually, is he? He's just got a skull for a head because yeah. his body's kind of ripped. But he hasn't... I guess he can do a bit of sorcery, but whereas He-Man has like supernatural strength, yeah. Skeletor doesn't really. He's just a no, ripped just, dude just with a magic wizard. staff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I mean... Conan is let's say Conan is more akin to Skeletor in that way because he has no he has no powers he has no magic with a C. Um, yeah. He just no magic with a K. Not on this podcast. He's just a big dude who wields a fairly big sword, and Skeletor is a big dude who has a magic wand. Yeah, he had a staff. That's, he had a staff with like right, a round ram, head. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, on it. I remember. Yeah. Sorry. I'm trying not to get confused with Skeletor and Mumra because I had both toys at the same time. Yeah, Mumra had a staff too, I think, didn't he? But 
Yeah, it was just it was just like a stick, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was a stick with a, like a red orb on top. Yeah. Whereas Skeldo had an, an actual staff that with was... a ram's head on it. That's it, yeah, that's right. Uh, it, yeah, it was quite kind of pagan. But yeah, Conan, essentially, no superpowers. However, he's led armies, he eventually becomes king. Whereas He-Man... It, Really does just hit things. That is, <laughs> he's got super. He's got super strength, but He Man has two moves. He hits things and he lifts really heavy objects. That is it for He Man. Yeah, but I think that the difference is that you've got the two sides of He Man. You've got the Prince Adam character as well, so the inter- the internalized part of him. So you you have the the moral part and the human part, if you like. Yeah. Come out in that character, and then you've just got this sort of the animalistic barbarian. Yeah, Conan is a barbarian. Whereas, whereas Conan yeah. doesn't have that. He just has no Hulk smash. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Conan is is just not going to stop until He Man is absolutely. Yeah, he, he, he's, he's, he's a warrior, so you either kill me or I'll kill you. Whereas He Man, to the point where at the end of every episode of the cartoon, there'd even be a moral message. It would be like, hey kids, don't do drugs. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's the 80s equivalent of Alan something today. Yeah, it's exactly what it was. You'd have the whole cast together at the end of the episode, and you went, well, we've learned something today, friends. And then they would all... They'd be a really bad joke, normally, from Orko. Uh, and then they'd all do this really crap laugh, which consisted of about two frames of animation. But yeah, and then, was, and then the free frame at the end, where they're all then pissing themselves. And, yeah. yeah. But there was always a lesson to be learned, because He-Man was that kind of... He had that moral compass. Whereas, as you say, Conan's not going to have that. So I think a big part of the fight will probably come down to that. But, I mean... First of all, then, is He-Man coming to... Is Conan even an Earth? He's never really... It's, it's, it's an, an alternate kind of... Yeah, it's, it's an Earth-like planet. Yeah, it's, it's, it's set in a different era. It's like yeah. a prehistoric um, or pre-civilization era. So it could be Earth, it could be Eternia or any fucking way. Yeah, I mean, the um, thing... It doesn't... But Essentially, I, is Conan coming to Eternia then, or is He-Man going does there? Does it matter? Well, I guess it matters in as much as Conan's very much a kind of lone wolf. And if he goes to He-Man, then he's got all of the Eternian army to overcome. Because obviously He-Man's a prince and... Be well, plus he's got you know he's got man at arms and he's I mean if need be he's got She-Ra they'd call up from the neighboring yeah. planet or whatever Etheria or whatever Etheria, she was. Yeah. It's worrying I remember more about She-Ra than I do about He-Man. Yeah, that's a bit. But I, I think it's a timing thing. I mean, we've, we've discussed this before. There's there's not much age difference between us, but there's there's enough that there's no get... there is no shame in liking She-Ra. It was I, still... I did say I liked her this later, so I remember more of it. Yes, it was supposed to be He-Man for girls, but it kind but... of wasn't because girls still wouldn't. Girls yeah, still... like it was. They still, were, girls were either interested in He-Man or they were interested. It was in the same Marvel. thing, just with a female character. Yeah. It was still essentially like he- a superpowered person punching yeah. people in the face. If you didn't like He-Man, then you weren't going to like She-Ra just because it was He-Man in a dress or a bikini. That's what I seem to remember. You, know, you were going to still like Barbie. Just by making the same cartoon with a girl wasn't going to make it appeal to girls. No, absolutely not. So it's fine to like She-Ra. It's okay. I just don't uh, well, <laughs> yeah. remember more. Um, but I think it's just because it came along a bit later. And I said my brother was more into E-Man and I was more into Thundercats. I was aware of it growing up, and so I'm more aware of it now than I was then, obviously. But like Thundercats was what I was more into. But yeah, this is that you've got they, so you had She-Ra to call, uh, to call. Yeah, you had um, Orko who had a bit of magic, and he had um, yeah, he's got he's got a very strong supporting cat fucking tiger. Well, I mean, I think wherever they are, he's taking Cringer and Battle Cat. Yeah, of course, I mean that's just going to happen for me if it, I mean that's I, essentially his steed yeah. you know he's going to have that you can't separate him from Battle Cat really yeah. whereas Conan is just going to have a horse yeah. if at all Conan might just yeah he might just walk because no, let's face it he's got to keep his legs in shape somehow. plus you, you have to assume that on a turn year, at least the technology would have existed well we know it exists because it happens in the Christmas special Oh, fuck the Christmas special. Oh, the Christmas special's great. Where Orko finds that. the kids and teaches them the real meaning of Christmas. Oh, or not, so that. they teach it to Orko. I haven't seen that since I was about ten. Yeah, because they don't have Christmas on Eternia, so Orko doesn't know. Well, wasn't it a crossover? Wasn't it He-Man and She-Ra? He-Man and She-Ra, yeah. And Hordak yeah. and Skeletor both team up. That's and, it. Yeah, it was great. 
Um, I may have to now find that on YouTube. But but we know He-Man has the ability to travel to other worlds and the technology to do so because Orko does so in a spacecraft. There's no way that Conan could A, have a spacecraft and B, pilot a spacecraft. But I don't think that necessarily matters. I mean, he's not going to have to travel there. We can just kind of pick them both out of their universes and plonk them in a white room and let them fight. I guess. Yeah, I don't suppose it matters. I mean, I think the only reason it would matter was how many big fucking boulders you put on the floor to throw at each other. Well, He-Man can throw really, really big boulders, whereas Conan can just throw big moderately boulders. sized boulders. Yeah. Bigger than the average person could throw. But, and I mean, the key thing is, this is He-Man's fucking speciality. Like, every episode, Skeletor or someone would throw a massive rock at him and he would just punch it to smithereens. They'd have that shot where he punches into the camera. Yeah. It was always the same. And it was probably a repeated frame of animation. Yeah. He would punch into the camera and everything would flash white and what have you. And he would smash the rock. So Conan can throw all the motherfucking rocks he likes at He-Man. Ain't gonna touch him. No chance. Yeah, that's right. No chance. So, like, that's strike one for Conan. No way is he taking He-Man out with Rush. The key thing for Conan is he's got to outthink him. I mean, I think that's going to be a strength because, ironically, being the fucking um, top-heavy, muscle-bound Arnold Schwarzenegger character that he was, thinking was never going to be his strong suit, except it was because he was um, he became a general. He's a fighter, yeah. He's he, a fighter. He knows military strategy. Whereas he never really got that. Because, I mean, for me, He-Man, and this kind of leads into it, He-Man would be more interesting if he was like a Jack on the Hyde character where he couldn't control when he was Adam when he was He-Man and one was just fucking nuts. Like Hulk. Yeah, and that would have been far more interesting to me because then you've, the, the moral question becomes, well, is he a monster or not? It being this barbarian character, is he still yeah. who he, he is? Man, He-Man is the least troubled superhero I think there has ever been. He-Man yeah. is essentially, when he's He-Man, he's still Prince Adam, just with a deeper voice and a more ripped body. Yeah, and I think... And even so, Adam's fairly ripped to begin with. Yeah, he's kind of normal, well built, like but normal. Yeah, he was well built. Like if you look at it, he used to wear those white tights, tights yeah. and he had like massive leg muscles in those tights. Yeah, huge. Well, I mean, they all did. Man at arms did as well. Probably down to the, I would imagine the bodies of the figures, like the essential parts of like the arms and legs, probably all came off the same mould. Oh yeah, yeah with different did. coloured plastic. Yeah, even so, <laughs> even Taylor and Evelyn, they were the same mould. It was yeah, different colours. Different colours. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, like for me, that was. That would probably be something that was more interesting if, if He-Man and Adam weren't the same consciousness. Yeah, definitely. They were the same body, same person, but a different consciousness. Because at that point you say, well, He-Man is just a fucking barbarian who's going to go into a fight, whereas Conan is a general, or no, he's, he's a leader, he's a, he's a fighter, he's a strategist. Mm. So he's going to know where he's coming from. Not that I think it necessarily matters in a fist fight between the two anyway. I mean, I think you've actually just hit on the reason for the fight. I can't believe we didn't think about it earlier, but Conan is A, a barbarian, but also B, a conqueror. He's, he's going to want, want control of Eternia, and he's going to want Grayskull. Yeah, so he is, of course, to, Adam, the being the prince, yeah. is going to be straight in the line of fire. So we've got to assume that it's Conan coming to conquer Eternia. Then. Yeah, but then he's going to go with an army. And... Well, yeah, but in that case, He-Man's got his army as well. Yeah. So now so they nell they're kind of nullified. Yeah, so now we are on a on a reasonable battleground. I mean, He-Man's going to have military support in this case then from Man at Arms. He's going to... Yeah. So Conan's tactical advantage, although He-Man can't directly think it, he has got Man at Arms there to be able to maybe see the odd trap and things coming. Conan's really going to have to dig deep on his strategy and it, well, he's got to take Man at Arms out first, basically, because if you take Man at Arms out, then you're crippling He-Man yeah, from you, that standpoint yeah, again. Yeah, you, you, you make He-Man a big man. He's, he's not a strategist, he's not a thinker. Well, yeah, I mean, if you look at the sport cast, you take... Let's exclude She-Ra, I think that's unfair. Yeah, that's a there's different no universe. way he's taking both of them down. Anyway. No. So, if you take Man-at-Arms out, what's he got left? He's got Ram-Man. That's He's not a thinker. No, he's a, <laughs> he's a blunt object. Yeah. Literally. You I got, think I've still got my figure of him, actually. The spring, spring is broken his forward. legs. Yeah. The spring in his legs is knackered, but I've still got him. 
you got Orko, which <laughs> wasted time. Yeah. What was the one? Oh, I forget his name now. There's, I want to say it was something like Hawkman, but it's not Hawkman because that's in the DC universe. But there was definitely like a Birdman type. Yeah, kind of grey with a red. Like a yeah, and he had like head. glasses on. Yeah, yeah oh, I've still got him as well. I can't think it was fucking. Names. But I mean, there's him and he can fly. I can't. I can't. It's gonna bug me now. I can't think what his name was. I can. I can guarantee because the, the figure is still down at my parents' house. And I can guarantee if I pulled it out and asked my mother what he was called, she would know. She'd know. Yeah. But that's annoying. Because the thing is with him, most of the really cool figures with the really cool abilities weren't on He-Man's side. Mm. They were all villains. You had people like Modulok and Mossman and all of those and they were all Skeletor's minions. But you always so, find out the, the, the coolest supporting cast are always yeah. evil anyway. But if anything, they're going to fight alongside Conan and try and double-cross him at the last minute. Because uh, surely the whole point is you know, Skeletor wants to turn you as well, so yeah. they're going to fight with him and then try and fuck him at the end. Although Skeletor and He-Man have been known to perform the classic hero-villain team-up to overcome... Well, yeah. Insurmountable odds. Well, yeah, because you know, if somebody's threatening your planet, better the devil you know, isn't it? You know? Yeah. Conan might come in and enslave the entire, entire planet. I think Skelter would definitely sit back, though. Yeah, and he, let, kind of, kind he would let, let Conan out. take the throne in the thinking that, well, he's not as overpowered as He-Man, so if he's got the throne... Yeah. Take the motherfucker out easily. But so. you've got to think if he's ta- if he's taken out He Man, is Skeldor going to be able to beat him? Well, Skeldor's got magic. True. I mean, Conan's taking out He Man, assuming he does through military strategy and, and things like. That. He's not going to be able to match him in a fist fight because he's He Man. He's just not going to like. He put up probably a better fight than Skeletor would, but. There's no way. Like, the only person taking down He-Man on a one-on-one fist fight like that is probably Superman. Because that's essentially... He-Man is Superman without kryptonite, basically. Yeah. He's a super-powered... Well, and without the kiss girl. Without the kiss girl, yeah. He's got a crap blonde bowl cut instead. But yeah, okay, so anyway. Right, Skeletor's not going yeah, he's, he's gonna then. he's going to sit down and watch, isn't he? Because at best, his nemesis is going to get killed. Yeah. And at worst, his nemesis is going to fight a war and be knackered, so be right for the picking. Absolutely. I mean, even if He-Man does win, from Scout's point of view, like, his herd is going to be sufficiently thin. Like, we've already established that Man at Arms is going to go first. Conan yeah, is going to have to take out Man at Arms. They, yeah. They'll just have to swamp him. Or well, something. So they, in any any sort of battle, in that sort of, you, you don't take out the figurehead, you take out the, you take out, you take yeah. out the, the general, the, the girls. Yeah, absolutely. And then, like, the logical way for him to go then is to attempt to take Grayskull before He-Man really knows what's happening. Because if he can take Grayskull and take control of Castle Grayskull and the Sorceress, then He-Man's screwed because he's just Prince Adam. Yeah. I think the likelihood of that is fairly slim because the Sorceress is just going to call He-Man straight away. Yeah. So if she sees anything... Yeah. As soon as the curtain twitches, she's going to be like, right, okay, get your ass back. Yeah, and He-Man doesn't have to be anywhere near Grayskull in order to transform into He-Man. He just has to call on the power of Grayskull. So as long as he's done that before Conan takes Grayskull, then he's okay. But if Grayskull falls before he can do it, then there is no power to call on. Yeah, if Grayskull falls before Adam can transform into He-Man, that's game over. Grayskull falls after he's He-Man. Does he then lose the ability to change back? Is he stuck as He-Man forever? I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. No, I guess it would be the other way around. I guess the second Grayskull falls, he probably wouldn't be He-Man in. What? He calls on the power of Grayskull, but it's not the actual castle. It's the sorceress that yeah. grants him the ability to be He-Man. So I guess it's as long as she's alive. Yeah. Or in a case of lead, so she can't um, use her powers or anything. Freezer and carbonite. Always works. I guess that's what it is. I guess as long as she's alive... Then he can be He-Man. So Conan can take Grayskull and he can imprison her and do whatever he wants with her and Adam would still be He-Man. 
But if he kills her, then he wouldn't be He-Man anymore. So I guess he would just offer straight away. Provided you can kill her in a mortal way. Yeah, that's a good point. It's never really explained how you do kill a sorcerer, but okay, she is kind of ethereal, so I guess he yeah. couldn't just go in and lop her head off. Or if he could, maybe another one just sort of grow back out, like in a Beetlejuice or something. But he's got no value in imprisoning her, because she's still around. Yeah, and by imprisoning her, he just... Unless he's going to do that to draw He-Man into a trap. That would be a Conan thing to do. The biggest problem he would have is stopping the, the hordes he brought with him from trying to fuck her. Yeah, they'd because definitely the be gang marauding barbarians would try and gang rape her. Unless, be fair, pickings on Eternia are fairly slim. Yeah, you've got... You've got Teela. Teela and Evelyn. That's pretty much it. No, Although you know, like, like Skeletor's game, he doesn't care that it's an army of horny dudes. I think Skeletor's well up for anything. Like I said, loincloth. Looks like a dream boy. Constantly greased down. Skeletor is game for anything. I hadn't really thought of that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you reach around and grab the eye socket. And then... <laughs> <laughs> You're in. <laughs> is that what the blue hood was? It's like a condom. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, that's going to be... Uh, he couldn't give you a blowjob though, could he? Because he hasn't got a tongue. Or lips. Yeah. It's just kind of an empty hole to ejaculate into. You just hit the back of his skull, really. Imagine putting a black light on the back of his skull. Gross. <laughs> so, fuck, where were we? Um, taking Grayskull and marauding hordes. So, so whether he keeps the, the socialist alive or not. Probably can't probably kill her. Probably can't kill her. In which so he's case, got he, to entrap her somehow. Yeah, but while she's trapped but still alive... He, Adam can still be He-Man, which, from a strategic point of view, you kind of want him to be, you know, Prince Gaywatch. But if he's, like I say, he would use the fact that he's got the sorcerer yes, to lure, lure He-Man into a trap, basically. Yeah. I know we've excluded Shira quite rightly so, because he couldn't take on two of them, but wasn't her power linked to the sorcerers as well, so she's going to be the yes. first battle at this point, so yeah. it'd be very unlikely she would stay out of it. Yeah, she'd fly in on a magic unicorn, wouldn't she? Yeah. But then, yes, she's super-powered. But again, horde of barbarians. Horde of, bar horde of randy barbarians and a chick in a mini skirt and a bikini is going to ride into the middle of that. She gone. Maybe fucking Christmas. <laughs> yeah, she gone. <laughs> like, at the very least, she is going to have her hands full just pepper spraying the motherfuckers. She's got an entire army, so yeah. Or does she give up the unicorn as a sacrifice? There you go, it's got a big arsehole. Off you go. It's quite high, though. They'd need, like, a stepladder to reach a unicorn, wouldn't they? Cut Unless they stand up, like, you put one on another shoulder, oh, no, but then your dick would hit the back of his head. But also, you've got Drippage issues. I do it. It's probably less gross to cut the unicorn's legs off and then fuck it. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. Well, plus, if you cut all of its legs off, then you're left with stumps. So then you can have five people on one unicorn. Six. <laughs> There's a mouth as well. Oh, well, hang on. It's got two nostrils and two ears as well. That's not. All right. Yeah. There you go then. Ten people, one unicorn. Now there's a movie. Ten guys, one unicorn. Technically, if one of them wants to take it, they can sit on the horn as well. Eleven guys, one unicorn. Is it a male unicorn or a female unicorn? Aren't all unicorns female? I don't know, they're fictitious. <laughs> yeah, but if they were real, I think all unicorns are female, aren't they? Yeah, with all that fucking glitter and sparkly shit, you'd hope so, wouldn't you? I've never seen a unicorn cock. never seen a unicorn cunt either. No, I'm pretty sure they're all female. Okay, I'll... I'll... And it would stand to reason... Because She-Ra's a girl, and He-Man's a boy, and he has a boy tiger. So if She-Ra's a girl, it would stand to reason that she has a girl unicorn. Okay. Although the horns are quite phallic, I guess. But Yeah, but you wouldn't want to sit on one of those, would you? I mean, maybe that's what it is. Maybe the horn... Is, if they are all female, then maybe the horn is kind of like their phallus. So they're kind of like lesbicorns. <laughs> <laughs> Genius. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll accept that all unicorns are female. Yeah, there you go. Uh, where were we? Right, so... So gang-raping gang Let's gang not advocate gang-raping of She-Ra. Let's <laughs> not advocate gang unicorns gang is fine. Well, they're not real, so that's okay. It's not like they're a person. Oh, that's all right, then. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. 
She-Ra doesn't get gang raped. I'm not advocating gang rape. No, but she's too busy pepper she's, spraying Yeah, she's just fending the them off. She is She's occupied. too busy to join the fight. And then you'd have to assume as well that Sisterhood and all of that, you're going to get Teela jump in and join the fray there as well. So the two yeah. of those can... Are they going to be lesbians as well? Well, they could be. I mean, that's a whole separate discussion that I'm definitely willing to have. I'm but fairly sure that has already been done in some for some movie or other. There's, there's, got, there's got to be some evil Lynn, though. You've got to throw evil Lynn in there because she's the... Definitely the dirty one of the bunch. Oh, God, yeah. She's filth. She'd probably just see it going on and go, ah, oh, fuck it, why not? Definitely. I mean, she, I don't know if she didn't get involved. She'd probably just sit back and just frig herself off just watching this just massive gang. Unicorn orgy. Yeah, yeah, no, right. Anyway. <laughs> Side Okay, so the army is, is now distracted. So the horde of marauding barbarians is distracted by a unicorn and She Ra and yeah. the lesbian activity going on. Conan has the sorceress in a trap and He-Man is wandering the Grayskull. Just him and Battle Cat, I guess, then. Well, yeah, he'd leave Battle Cat outside, even, wouldn't he? he wouldn't yeah, he'd have, he'd have to park him up and put the alarm on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I mean, the, arm, the armies are busy between them, raping unicorns and fighting each other. They're kind of out of it. So now you're back down to Conan and He-Man. So Their names rhyme. Funny that. Conan and He-Man. I wonder, wonder if anyone would tell the Conan property rights for thought of that. Um, yeah, so yeah, he um, man's... Yeah, so he's, he's walking into a trap, basically. Now, what is the trap, is the question. Because we've already established there's no way you can drop any kind of weight or boulder onto He-Man because he'll either just hold it. it up or smash it. So there's no way he's catching him like that. The key thing you want to do, I guess, is separate him from the sword. I mean, he's still, he's still got super strength, yeah. but he's no longer got a stabby thing that shoots... conducts lightning, essentially, is what happens. When he holds it up, it gets struck by lightning, doesn't it? Kind of like Ultron. No, Ultron, Voltron. Voltron, yeah, kind of a bit like Voltron. Yeah. But yeah, so Voltron's name is Voltron, and electricity has volts. Ooh. And science. Voltron's sword gets struck by lightning. Maybe that's why he's called Voltron. Totally off topic, but anyway. Yeah. So with He-Man, then he drops the sword. For argument's sake, if he drops the sword, I think you'd probably argue that Conan could take the sword off him in a fair fight. Yeah, right? in, he's, in he's a sword, definitely a more skilled swordsman. In, in a sword fight, yeah, he's going to lose. So, say for argument's sake, and we're going off point because we're starting to start what the trap is. If He-Man loses his sword, no, he's he's not impervious to being stabbed. Really, he's not like immortal, and you stab him and he doesn't die. No, like if Conan he's, decapitated him, he'd be he'd be fucked. Yeah, if you, you cut him, he bleeds. Yeah. Right, okay. He's so, you can kill him. So yeah, so it, it's not so much a case, it's not a case of, well, he drops his sword, but he still can't do anything to him because he's made a steel and you hit him with a sword and your sword breaks. He's still... He's, yeah, he's, he's still mortal. mortal. He's yeah. still mortal. He's just a big fucking massive mortal. Anything involving sheer blunt force, like a fist fight or whatever, He-Man's going to have the upper hand. If yeah. they're sword fighting, there is definitely a very good chance that Conan's going to be able to A, disarm him, and B, lop his head off. There's certainly going to be an argument that says that Conan, having been through all the battles and the wars he's been through, and his barbarian marauding training, etc., he's likely to be able to disarm He-Man. Once he's disarmed him, he's not going to want to go for a fist fight, but is he going to go for the no, straight decapitation? Or is he going I think to... he probably is. Knowing Conan and his... Like, he is a barbarian, as we said. Even though he's a tactician and stuff, he's got that barbarian berserker rage inside him. So he's not going to wait. He's going to disarm it. I don't think... So there's not going to be any head. sense of honour? No, no it would be a fluid movement, of... wouldn't it? It would be disarm him and then immediately take his head off. I don't think there'd be any honour involved at all. No. So, I mean, He-Man essentially has got split seconds after he's disarmed. Yeah, to kiss his ass goodbye. Or get the fuck out of the way. But again, he's, he's big, he's bulky, he's clumsy, he's not going to move that quickly. There's yeah. going to be a faster movement in Conan swinging that sword. The strength is in the upper body. You compare the upper body to the lower body, it's, you know, that, the strength is all in, in the trunk and in the shoulders. So that's where the speed's going to be. It's not going to be in He-Man's legs. 
that he can um, get out of the way. No, I mean, he could, if he's got enough presence of mind, he could definitely combat roll out of the way of the, the swing. But he's still disarmed at this point. He's disarmed, just but he could get out of the Yeah, I think he could, there's, a, there's half a chance, at least, if he if he knew what was coming, he could roll, he could evade the blow, to the point where he could possibly evade it and pick up something really fucking heavy and block Conan's sword with whatever yeah. really fucking, I don't know, a boulder or whatever. I mean, that's got to be his best chance at this point. If he's disarmed, he needs to find the nearest really fucking heavy object and I use mean, it to disarm oh, Cole's coming away from those universes but in all these sword fighting universes where you have in the films and all this like, always seems to be a big fucking wooden chair that's always the thing they use to block swords big fuck off broadsword Arnold Schwarzenegger swinging it I'll put up a chair well I mean you'd have that kind of stuff I guess around the yeah it'd be the big heavy furniture wouldn't it yeah. yeah it's a castle it's actually a slightly derelict castle so there's probably boulders and all sorts yeah, of shit about it yeah. personally I'd like to see him hold Orko up as a shield <laughs> yeah Orko hasn't even been involved yet but so he's kind of shit he is shit he's just essentially a flying pile of clothes there's nothing underneath he's a pair of eyes and a flying pile of clothes that's all he ever I mean he can do a bit of magic but it's going to go wrong if He-Man's able to pick up a boulder and block Conan mid-swing then the sheer shock alone travelling it's going to be a bit of recoil it's, it's going to knock him yeah, it's going to knock him back. At which point, do you swat him with a boulder or do you punch him in the face? Tactically, you've got to assume that if He-Man's blocking it with a boulder and he's being disarmed, he's combat roll out of the way, he's likely going to be on his knees. So, so you kind of shove obvious, it. You, sh- you either shove it up or you sweep the leg. Because if He-Man sweeps your leg and you're a regular guy, he's probably going to break your fucking legs. No, he's like, you're going to snap him off. That's what I'm saying. He's going to so just cut him off at the knees. So that's the obvious thing to do there is just put Conan onto his knees. At which point they're back on a level pegging. Kind like, of, yeah. His hands are going to be stinging from that sword. He's probably going to drop it from the recoil. Oh, he would have dropped it, If the sword yeah. doesn't shatter anyway. We still don't know what his trap is, so that's still to be sprung. Yeah. And maybe there is no trap. Maybe he's just lured him there for a one-on-one fight. Maybe. But yeah, at this point you've got Conan on his knees, but he's not going to give up. No, he's not giving up. His Conan. head comes off. And even then... You know, but He-Man won't take his head. He's got too strong a moral compass. Well, this, this is the point. This is where I was coming to earlier. Is that Conan wouldn't have that moral sense of honour and sense of duty, whereas He-Man... He-Man possibly wouldn't, but the Adam part of his brain would be... I, th- I think even He-Man has got... Yes, it, it's, he's got... He's honourable. Adam yeah. is his conscience, effectively. So he's not going to kill him. No, he's going to He's gonna want to teach him a lesson that conquering is bad. Yeah, he's going so to want to say, right, okay, I've beaten you. I've beaten you fair and square. Now, fuck off and don't come back, because you, know, you shouldn't be doing this shit. But Conan's not going to take that. He's going to say, well, you should have killed me when you had the chance. Now I'm going to cut your balls off. Yeah, he's honest. He's, he will literally bite He-Man's ball sack off. That's what he will do. He's at the right level to do it now as well. Well, I thought He-Man was on his knees off. Oh yeah, but he can get back up. Yeah, true. He man's not actually kind of incapacitated. He's just rolled away the block. So by the time he's now swept the leg, he can drop the boulder and get back up. So now Conan's on his knees and He man's stood up. So his cock is at face level. Basically, yeah. Bomb to come on. Back to that movie again. Yeah, but that I mean that's the obvious move next for Conan. I guess is punch him in the balls. Yeah, or nut him or whatever. Or just some, yeah. something that'll bring him back to his knees. So the obvious move at this point is for Conan to just punch. He-Man in the neck or bite off his ball sack bite, bite off his ball sack he's going to bleed out but you've got to get through loincloth or whatever he is wearing yeah he kind of wears furry pants they're kind of the same attire yeah they kind of look exactly the same but for the haircut and, um, and for legal reasons obviously they look completely different yeah of course they do and the fact that Conan's always seen as being like quite bronzed and stuff whereas He-Man's whitey he's part of an Aryan master race hence um, Masters of the Universe oh, yeah. just a bit, no, there bit you go times. Yeah, I mean to go off topic because we're sticking with cartoon but even if you look at when they did the Masters of the Universe movie where He-Man is probably the most like Conan he's ever been because he yeah. doesn't even really have any superpowers in that movie he's, he's a general leading an army with a thick 
Eastern European accent. Yeah, but even then, when you look at Dolph Lundgren, they don't. He's not particularly bronzed to the same level that say Arnie is in Conan. No, it's, it's just no. This is kind of what you look at. It was kind of what you look like. Your hair's a bit different to Rocky, but you're essentially yeah, he's the same dude. Okay, so he's bitten. He's bitten. Didn't see this one coming when we started. No, <laughs> and you won't see him coming again. So, I mean, this is assuming he has him, for all we know, Adam's... Yeah, you it, it could be as anatomically correct as Sir Kendall. Well, yeah. You've, you've got to assume he's got Nazis a bloke. Don't know, I mean, he's a bit of an eerie theory prince. He could be a eunuch, for all we know. But is, is Adam a eunuch when he transforms into human, he grows... Well, one. he suddenly grows a pair of bollocks. And then, no, maybe that's he, where the strength comes from. Maybe, and then when he goes back to being Adam, he ingests them again. But see, if that was the case, then surely there'd be some level of testosterone rage that came with that. So He-Man would lose all of his moral compass and stuff. And maybe, that's like, what, maybe that's what the cat is for, it's just he's big and strong enough to take it. Well, he's got that saddle he could grab onto, yeah. He-Man has got to be sexually frustrated anyway. As we well, said, there's, there's basically three women. Yeah. One of whom he'd snap in half, another who fights for the other side and another is his sister so he has got to be pretty sexually frustrated yeah I'd say so that's got to be the reason for the cat so are we accepting that Conan has now bitten his bollocks off Conan's bitten his bollocks off and he's bleeding out so is it time, Is it one last stand I don't know what. where do you go from that I mean he's just bitten his nuts off he's bleeding out he's still going to be strong because he's still He-Man all he, but all he can potentially do at this point is punch Conan and if he punches him he's probably going to take his head clean off well, is, is that the point where the moral compass goes out the window? And it's just like, if I don't kill you, you're going to kill me and enslave my planet. Oh, yeah, I guess you that shit. I didn't even think of that because it's not even about it's whether He Man beats him or not. It's no. about saving all of Eternia. That's it. So, yeah, at this point, I guess he just has to knock See, he's Conan's got, he's, head he's off his th- shoulders. He's got to throw the punch of his life and hope it connects. Yeah, well, it will connect. Well, I mean, Conan's on his knees. All he can do is shuffle the, about and dodge a bit. But at this point, He Man's going to be on his knees as well. <laughs> True. If not on his ass. True. But, I mean, either way, there's. There's not really any manoeuvrability. It, it's a slap fight at this point. Then neither of yeah. them have got any manoeuvrability, so they're just swinging at each other. That's yeah. the only thing they can do. At which point you've got to give it to He-Man because despite no the fact he's bleeding out. Yeah. I mean, the only the only question for me would be: okay, they're they're in a in a slug for Esther in, in a fist fight, so He-Man is going to punch Conan's head clean through question is does he survive the bleeding out or do they die together well this is the thing i mean i, I don't see any way he can survive the bleeding out without magic because well i mean i guess he could be sewn up i mean there's bound to be doctors on it yeah i mean no, presumably they can no, convert him into a unit provided he doesn't bleed out first but i think for me it's more it's more dramatic and more heroic if he dies in the process even could, if it is from a yeah definitely and, and the thing is like somebody's got to get to him and conan's army is still outside yeah. they've lost their leader but they don't know this yeah this they way. don't know that they're just they're still holding the castle yeah well, no, they're still stopping now, I, I've no doubt that Shira will eventually take down every single one of them. But that's going to take. Some but that's time. going to take some time, and somebody's got to get to He Man in that time. Yeah, you've, you've, you're not going to have long. Once that after his name. Man at Arms is is dead. Well, dead or captured or whatever he's going to be, so he's out of it. Ram Man, I guess, is still around. But again, is he going to have the presence of mind to? Well, he's not going to be able to do that. Is that where Orko comes in? The pile of clothes just well, goes on what... to being. Uh... And to suppress the bleeding. Yeah, a tourniquet or something. Or, I mean, Orko's also got magic, and, and I guess so is the sorceress. So I think that's got to be it. It's you know, the, the near death. He almost dies. You think he dies, but then there's a little coder at the end when he comes to in hospital. Having saved the world, killed Conan, lost his bollocks in the process, but he's the conquering hero. Or the saving hero, as it were. Yeah, lesson being that, you know, hey kids, it's not all about who's got the biggest pair of nuts. I guess it, it's got to be the only person that could conceivably get to him in time would be Orko, because he can fly. That would be it. And 
we now have a use for that pile of clothes. So yeah, I think that would be, I think it'd be a case of he throws the punch, which takes him out, but then collapses himself, and he comes to in hospital several months later, minus a set of bollocks, but having saved the planet. Yeah, I think that's an acceptable sacrifice, to lose your nuts and save your planet. I don't know, I don't like the planet that much. Well, it's like, you're going to die. It's, it's basically, it's losing nuts or die. Because there's no way Conan's going to enslave him. He's just going to kill him. Yeah, for me personally, I still don't think it's worth losing your nuts over. But no, that's just me. I mean, like I said, I he's, not, he's not getting any action. I don't have Prince Adam's moral compass. And I mean, those trousers look fairly tight anyway, so he's got a bit of extra breathing room and stuff now. Just have to wear red a lot in case there's any seepage. So yeah, I think that's kind of how it would go. I think that's how I would see that episode of He-Man ending with the... If they, if they were to make it now, if they made it then, it would be far more cut and dried because of you know, the moral part of it. But now I think it'd be a far more ambiguous ending where he, he might have died, we don't know, until three seconds later when it fades back in and he's got everybody smiling. Oh, yeah, you definitely, you, you have the coda. Like, the, the whole cast would be, including Man-at-Arms, who... Who's fought his way out. Or yeah, yeah, whatever's happened. Been released as part of the treaty or whatever else. They'd all be around He-Man's hospital bed as he comes to and they'd all share a joke, something yeah. to do with nuts, probably. But yeah, that that's definitely how it would end. So yeah, I think I think He Man wins, but not without great sacrifice. Oh, that's the mark of a hero. Yeah, that's it. If you're willing to lay down your lay down your life essentially in the cause of of others, then you are a hero. That is the whole definition. And if you get your balls bitten off by a barbarian, you're just really unlucky. But I yeah. mean, that that kind of sucks as well. Like the last thing, Conan, the great conquerer of the, the of last empires. thing that happens. The last, thing he does, yeah, the last thing he does is taste yeah. someone else's nuts. Yeah, dives for the mouthful of cock. But I, th- I think that's kind of how that has to end. I think it's He-Man takes it from there. I think He-Man wins it. Definitely. Okay, so in the battle of Conan and He-Man, just like the lawsuit, He-Man wins. He-Man wins. So as as usual, if you have any uh, any thoughts, anything you'd like to address with us, by all means drop us an email at whowinspodcast at gmail.com. Or our Twitter page at Who Wins Podcast, or via Facebook on facebook.com slash Who Wins Podcast. We won't do anything about it, we won't change the ending, uh, but we just like getting feedback and know that somebody's actually listening. Beyond that, anything you'd like us to discuss, any future fights you think we, we could do, drop us a line on the, the, uh, the same, uh, same venues and we'll have a look at it. Until then, this is Who Wins Podcast. See you next time. Hey, get away, get away.